Amen. Amen. So okay if I come down. Yes, sir. Go <laughs> down. I don't feel I have to be intimidated. It's uh, the evening service. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all would be too sleepy to get me if I, if I say anything wrong. Uh, Yana, you know what time it is. You should, you should stop, watch out. And give me a uh, 15. <laughs> yeah, y'all know how we got to All right. The food ain't gonna let me go no further. <laughs> right. And I've, I've been thinking about this the whole time sitting down. I got to condense this passage here. Man, gone. short time tonight. But I'm gonna try. I remember. Preach the word. The word of God is quick and powerful. Now, here's how it's gonna work. When I tell you to go, you're gonna start me. When you hit 15, pull up five. That let me know I got five minutes left. But those are five preaching minutes. That's right. <laughs> now, five preaching minutes is different from five minutes. That's right. All right, that's right. Now, you can't start. I got to give my introduction. And then as soon as I read, that's when you start. Right. All right. In the book of 2 Corinthians, Paul is writing to the church at Corinth. He's letting them know that he's been going. Now, that's not, no. Not yet. He's letting them know that he's been going through some things in his life. Now, this morning we talked about a purpose. Purpose for my life. Purpose for my life. This evening, I want to give you part two and give you a purpose for my pain. Is that all right? All right. A purpose for my pain. Right. All right, I'm going to start. You ready? 2 Corinthians chapter 12, beginning at verse 7. The Bible says, At least I should be exalted above measure. Through the abundance of the revelations that was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan, to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. For this I besought the Lord thrice, that's three times, that it might depart from me. But he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee. My strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmity, in reproaches, in necessity, in persecutions, in distress. For Christ's sake, for when I am weak, then am I strong. Man. This afternoon, let me give you part two of this morning's sermon, a purpose for my pain. Now, we all know who Paul was. Yeah. Paul was a sort of a missionary. He's responsible for more than two-thirds of the New Testament. Man. Paul was a man who went around. He established churches all throughout the Bible. Paul was a, a, a soldier. If I could name any soldier for Christ, it would be Paul. Right. But Paul, even Paul had weaknesses. Even Paul went through storms. Yeah. Even Paul had pain, had yeah. sufferings he had to deal with. And I'm here to tell you this afternoon that if Paul had to go through it, if yeah. Jesus had to go through it, guess what? Yeah. We're going to have to go through it too. Amen. Now, I know a lot of us in the Church of Christ, a lot of us as Christians, we, we, we love to get the glory. But, but we don't want to go through the story. All right. okay? we, we love to, to get the crown, right? We love to get the crown, but we don't want to be down. Okay? Right. We love to tell the, the, the triumph, but we don't want to go through the tragedy. All right. See, we want to get the crown, but we don't want to have no cross to carry. All right. In order for you to be able to successfully and effectively show people that Christ is still alive, you're going to have to go through something. Right. Yeah. 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 Paul went through something. Yeah, but see, I love what the Holy Spirit did. The Holy Spirit didn't allow Paul to come out and tell you what it was that he dealt with. That way, every one of us could put ourselves in description. You see, he said there was a thorn. But he didn't tell you what the thorn was. See, the thorn could have been financial. The storm could have been a mental. The storm could have been emotional. The storm could have been physical. The 
This thorn could have been anything. Yeah. Paul said, I had a thorn in my flesh. But watch this. He didn't say, I developed it. He huh. said it was what? Yeah. Yeah. That means God gave Paul this thorn. That's right. Paul, Paul was given the thorn in the flesh. That's right. See, in life, we go through things, and they are given to us. Yeah. It's given to us to keep us lonely, to keep us remembering that we have to depend on God. Right. It's not the other way around. That's right. He said, at least I should be exalted above milk. That is to think I overcame this hill through myself. That is to say, uh, let's, let, let's say I can let it. I graduated top of my class because I studied hard. They elected me to be the youth minister because I can quote so many chapters and so many books and so many verses. Oh, I've been just a good little child my whole life. That's a lot, don't believe that. Tell you, I brought my own name, man. They gonna be knocked out. <laughs> I'm trying to see if I can get a, a, a co-driver. Somebody can drive me home. <laughs> but watch this. He said, for this reason, I went to God thrice. That's three times. Anybody in here ever been going through something and you done asked God to get rid of it? Man, but you still deal with it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about yeah. most of us don't go to God three times. Right. Some of us don't go to God at all. Let alone three times. Right. Usually, I'm the type of person when I pray about something and God doesn't answer it, I move on. Yeah. Not in Paul's case. Paul said, I prayed and I prayed yes, sir. and I prayed. Mm -hmm. And then I love this in verse 9. He got an answer. What does that mean? It didn't mean Paul prayed three times and then God answered. Paul prayed until he received the answer. Well, that means sometimes if you've been praying and ain't nothing changing, you need to keep praying until yeah. something changes. Yeah. God had three ways of answering prayers. Right. Yes. No, but not yet. Right. He said, for this reason, it was given to me. I went to God three times that he would take it from me, but God didn't take it from me. Brother, I've been struggling with this all my life. Why am I still dealing with this? He said, my grace, my favor, my gifts that I give you that you don't even deserve is sufficient. Yeah. You. Amen. See, God will sometimes give us a song so that we remember that it's him we need, That's that we remember right. that we are the servants, we are the created and That's not right. the creator. Right. See, sometimes I hear a story, it's cliche, but it's so powerful. Sometimes God will have to knock you on your back so you got no trouble to look at Man, God is good. But watch what Paul did. See, some of us, if we done went to God and said, God, take this from me, and God answered, my grace is sufficient. Some of us will get mad. Right. No, God, that ain't the answer I'm looking for. But Paul takes his no, he takes his no, and he turns it into his motivation. All right. Some of us go to God, and we don't get the answer we want, and we get mad and leave the church. Yeah. Wow. Some of us go yeah. to God, and don't get the answer we want, we want, and we take it out on the preacher. Yeah. Or we take it out on that sister or that brother. Uh, and sometimes we got the nerve to take it out on God. Well, Not Paul. Paul said, watch this. Most glad therefore, I would rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Mm -hmm. I told you this morning, how are people supposed to know how to get through life if they can't see it in you? Right. See, my diabetes was my only testimony, bro. All right. You see, I grew up single parent home. All right. Single parent. 
raised just like Timothy, raised by a mother and grandmother. Right. Grandfather died right before I was born. Father decided he didn't want nothing to do with me. So raised by that woman right there. Right. Didn't know nothing else. My rock, my everything. Needed something to eat? Mom. Clothes? Mom. Right. Place to lay down? Mom. Right. But what happens when God decides to give mama a the mama gets sick. Mama's in the hospital. What I'm gonna do? Who do I turn to? And I, I used to look at that sometimes. I was scared. Didn't know what to do. Didn't know who to turn to. Right. And it was in this very instance that I realized God is real. Yeah. There is a God. Yeah. You see, young people, we don't we don't focus on serving God because we don't focus on life and death. Right. We don't focus on this word death. That's right. It ain't too real to us. That's right. See, but when you realize God is real. You start taking, taking church for yeah, yeah, yeah. See, yeah. something has to happen in your life, and this was my proven point. How did I know God was real? Because I depended on my mother for everything. Right. But when she was no longer there, she was in the hospital. Doctors gave up, said she didn't have long to live. Doctors gave up on her. I'm talking about the whole family came in, had me crying in tears. Yeah. And I thought I was tough, man. I thought I was tough. Well. Had to go to God on my knees and say, look, God, I If you just do this for me, I didn't say I promise I'll live right. I said I promise I'll try. Right. And see what I learned is God don't want us to be perfect. Right. That's why He gives us only. God just wants us to realize we need Him, right. and we can't do it on our own. So I almost lost my everything. I had nobody else to turn to. Yeah. I turned to God. Yeah. And I realized, wait a minute. I've been on mom for everything. Food, water, shelter, clothing. Mom's in the hospital. She's sick. She's been in the hospital a long time. And I'm still eating. I'm still breathing. Still going to school. Clothes on my back. Still coming home. Laying down. Still got a roof over my head. Light bills and stuff still being paid for. Who's doing this? God. I knew then it wasn't my mom who was my source. It was God Amen. blessing me through her. Amen. But he had to allow her to almost to the break of death for me to realize Amen. that God, it was you all along. You see, young people, that's going to be some things we're going to go through. Right. But here's the deal. Don't get mad. Don't get bitter. Don't get bitter. Get bitter. Don't get bitter. Don't allow your situation, your storm, your thorn to make you better. Because sometimes God will have to put something in your life so that you know nobody could help me out of this. Mom could help me out because she was almost dead. Dad could help me out because he wasn't there. And nobody but God. He said, and for this, therefore, verse 10, I take pleasure in my infirmities. I take pleasure in reproaches when they talk about me. I take pleasure in necessity when I need God. I take pleasure in that. I take pleasure in persecution. When they hate on me for doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. In distress. When, I, when I'm in trouble and don't know where to turn. I take pleasure in that. Why? Right. For Christ's sake. When I'm weak. When I can't handle it. When I know nobody can get me out of this but God. Mm -hmm. Then am I strong. Yeah. Right. That's why Paul is going to come along in Philippians and say, I can do all things. Yeah. For Christ who strengthens me. Yeah. There's a purpose for your pain, church. Go on, preach, man. Preach. 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 Preach.
Turn with me to Romans chapter 8. We're going to quote one of my favorite verses. Amen. Romans chapter 8 and verse 28. If you don't believe it's yes, a purpose sir. for your pain, a purpose for your thorn, a purpose for everything you go through in life, this verse alone will set it all out. I'm going to turn and it'll set it all. Yeah. Romans chapter 8, verse 28. And we know uh, all things oh, work together man. for the good of them that love God yeah. to those who are called not my purpose. Yeah. See, I used to mis misread that. I thought everything gonna work together for my good to, to help me be like, let's say I wanted to be the world's greatest doctor. So everything, if I'm serving and I'm coming to church and I'm giving like I'm supposed to, singing and praying, that means I'm supposed to be able to be the world's greatest doctor, right? Because that's what I acquired, that's what I dream it to be, that's my good. He ain't said it was for your good. He ain't said it was for your purpose. He said your good, his purpose. That's right. See, everything gonna work out for your good. That's right. But it's gonna be for his purpose. That's right. And so now, me growing up without a father, I'm in the Church of Christ. And anytime I see a young kid, young, whether it be male or female, and I see them don't have a father figure, I see the need to step up. That's right. I see the need to step up. That's right. Yeah, I'm 23. No, I don't have kids, but that don't mean I can't be there for somebody. That's right. I, I know these two are, are, are my favorite example. Love you. They'll follow me wherever I go. They're my right. cousin, but I, I, I treat them like they're my daughters. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I jump on them and fuss at them. <laughs> but I do it out of love. They know I love them. Right. And I'm hard on them. Sometimes they get upset because I'm hard on them. Why you always messing with me? I got one I always said, don't you? Why are you always messing with me? Every time I do something, you got something to say. I'm going to keep on saying Right. I love you, girl. Right. And I just want the best for you. Amen. And I know that if you do it, not my way, but God's way, Amen. God will bless you. God said, Jeremiah 29 and 11, for I know the plans that I have for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's plans to prosper you, to bring you to an expected end. But see, we can't do that if every time something goes wrong in life, we get mad. We're going to take it out on God. We're going to take it out on the church. Yeah. I'm done. That's it, right? That's it. How much time I got? Two minutes. Two minutes. That's my two minute one. Alright. So here's the deal. Most of the time, if y'all go back for afternoon service, you invisible. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you back for afternoon service, you ain't visible. Told the truth. But I cannot get up here and say that I have preached the gospel. Without extending an invitation, That's right. without Amen. telling you that there was a man by the name of Jesus That's who right. came, lived, then he died, That's then right. he was buried, but he didn't stay buried. He rose again on the third day. He had to rise because if he didn't rise, you and I couldn't have a right to the tree of life. Now Jesus went through suffering, he went through persecution, but he did it all for your sake. And if Jesus had to go through it, guess what? You go too. Amen. But here's the blessed part. God said, as long as you suffer, yet if any man suffer, let him suffer as a Christian so that God may get the glory. All right. So that God can be glorified. That's right. Yeah, you suffer, but guess what? God is going to get the glory. Yeah. But you have to allow God to use you to get the glory. Amen. See, as Christians, we want to get to heaven. My, my uncle Bush used to always say this, man. He's a smooth dude. <laughs> One morning he came up to me. It was just me and him. I'm talking about church, but I was still about to start. But it was just me and him, wasn't nobody. He was where everybody at? I said, I don't know. He just shook his head and said, man, look like everybody want to get to heaven, but don't nobody want to die. Yeah. <laughs> I said, man, you never thought about it like that. That's right. 
No, I don't want to go through that. I don't want to go through storms. But if I'm a child of God, yeah. I'm going to have to. Yeah. And you know what I learned? Whether you're a member of the Church of Christ, a child of God, a member of the body or not, you still gonna suffer. Yes, but I would rather suffer as a Christian. Amen. Knowing I got God Amen. back in Knowing I got God preparing a way for me yeah. than to suffer all by myself. Amen. And it's this reason that when I suffer, I take pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. So I can understand that, Paul, how can you be happy about suffering? Mm -hmm. He said, because Christ did not the glory. Yeah. I know that this suffering, it, 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 it just ain't suffering so that I can I can say that I don't overcame something. So I can say, how are people supposed to know that they can get through the the, the, the loss or the pain of losing a loved one, wow. losing a son, if they can't see it in you? That's right. How are people supposed to know that 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 they can survive breast cancer and still put a smile on their face yeah. if they can't see it through you? Come on. How are people supposed Come on. to know that that they was giving up on? Doctor said you ain't gonna make it, and that they can still have hope, still be smiling, still be praising, still be calling the church and pray for me. How are they supposed to know they can make it through? Amen. They can't see it through you. Amen. I take pleasure in this. Yeah. I told you I used to always wonder why. Why me? Me and my sister, same mother. Different father, but her dad was in her life. My dad wasn't. Why me? Yeah. Because they need to know that, listen, I know a lot of young men that have left the church or didn't even want nothing to do with the church have become a product of their environment. And their, their biggest excuse, yeah. there was no father in the home. Yeah. Yeah. If you need to see that a man can be a man of God without having a father That's in the home, right. right. yeah. yeah. right. so I take pleasure in my affirmative. Yeah. Amen. Amen. My, my question to you this afternoon, when you pray, I'm smart, more than one time, you don't ask the church to pray for you, you don't pray about it yourself, you don't ask grandma to pray for you, you know how you do. <laughs> ask the preacher to pray for you. <laughs> what are you going to do when God says no? Well, what are you going to do when God says no? <laughs> don't let your pain make you bitter. Right. Amen. Make you Amen. If you're not a member and you want some of that grace that's sufficient enough to sustain you, even when you don't know what else to do, you come by hearing the word of God, by believing what you've heard that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, by confessing that with your mouth, confessing it, only confessing what you believe in your heart already, Amen. then repenting your sins. That's literally a change of direction, saying, I'm going to try God's way. And going into the leap of grave of baptism. Mm -hmm. Now, the word baptism doesn't mean sprint. We ain't gonna throw water at you. <coughs> we ain't gonna dip you. We gonna immerse you. You have to be buried. And then once you are risen, you receive that grace. Mm -hmm. I love God. I, I'll close with this verse here. I believe it's James chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Where it says, God resists the pride, Man. but give more grace to the humble. If you will humble yourself this afternoon and obey the gospel, or if you've already obeyed the gospel, if you will humble yourself enough to say, I haven't been doing what God just told me to do. I haven't been living my life. I haven't been letting my pain make me better. I've been angry. I've been holding grudges. I haven't been forgiven the way I should. I haven't been letting my light shine in the workplace, at the schoolhouse, or even in my home. Me and mother get into it and I take it out on my mom. I haven't been forgiven the way God told me. Humble yourself enough. God said, I'll give more grace to the humble. Get that grace that's happening as we together stand aside.
Hey, hey, hey.